I know that the word crisis gets thrown around a lot these days, like probably way too much. But to me, when we're talking about this baby formula shortage, when you even have the possibility of moms worrying about finding enough in the proper food and nutrition for babies and, and, and really young people, to me, that qualifies. And I can tell you personally, my wife and I would have been sunk. I mean, we would have been in dire straits if we were going through this right now. At that stage, we didn't have a choice. We had to use formula the whole time. But how do we get through it? Until things get better, there are things we can do to get through it. And we're going to find out exactly how in just a second here. Before we do, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Finding the podcast, sharing that along, all that good stuff. And to help me get some of those answers is Dr. Diane Hess. She is the medical director and founder of Gramercy Pediatrics in New York City. First of all, doctor, thank you so much for your time on this. I don't think I'm exaggerating. I, th I think the word crisis is appropriate no, here. I think you're 100% spot on. Now, you deal with it. You know, it's a great perspective from what you add, not only your expertise, but where you are in New York City, our biggest city. You have every, every region of the country has different, you know, uh, needs and different factors as they're dealing with the, the supply shortage. What have you seen, though, just in terms of sheer numbers of patients coming through your doors? Is it a consistent story of, of having a tough time even finding it? No, no, because I actually I practice in New York City. So I think we're a little bit better off than the rest of the country. Mm -hmm. I think just because we're like closer to the ports, we have many, many more stores. We don't rely on big box uh, stores. Right. So we don't really have Walmart in New York City. You know, we don't have, you know, it's Target is very small here. Um, so we do a lot of our shopping online, number one. And number two, we go to like bodegas and mom and pop shops. Ah, that's which right. Which are actually better stock than the big box uh, stores. That that's interesting. Out. That's something a lot of us in, in various parts of the country actually learned, I think through the pandemic, you learned to look yes. at some of those places and maybe that is a place to look. Right. Like that's where you found toilet paper during the pandemic, right? right? Or, yeah. like, or, or like Lysol wipes. Right. And they have formula. Um, but we also have a great community. People are coming together. Um, doctors are finding formula on their shelves that they had a samples, OB vines get formulas sent to them as well. People, you know, people get formula sent in the mail when, you know, they get on a list from one of these drug companies that they're going to be delivering and, and they might never open it, but all of a sudden they're like, Oh my gosh, my yeah. neighbor has a baby. Let me see if they want this formula. And I think, I think community is really coming together to, to help this crisis. Well, doctor, you know, it's interesting. We're seeing a country come together because now we're starting to hear stories. We'll hear about this in the morning show all the time of some of the shipping companies that are, that are dealing with this. And they're seeing the influx of, what formula is left from areas of the country that have it. And to me, I think that's family to family or friend to friend. I think that's what's happening. Right. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I see all the time on, you know, on social media, like, Oh, I was at um, this store in, in Florida and yeah. I have a niece in Tennessee. I'm going to ship it to her. Now, the thing is, is that some people can't even wait those two days. You know, I've been doing like a little, you know, every few hours I log into Amazon or Costco.com because you're always supposed to see if they restock. That's what parents should sure, do. Right. Um, and then they say that the Instacart app is actually the best app to find formula with. Mm -hmm. um, I know it costs a little bit of money to use, but I think it pays off because it is really good at sourcing local uh, local available formula. Um, the, with the area where there are food deserts, it is a problem. And, and you really need to um, call your food bank, your food pantry. I mean, I know people are collecting the formulas and sorting them to give to families who need it. Um, right. You know, and now those that are really in dire straits, the American Academy of Pediatrics reluctantly, reluctantly said that over six months we can do cow's milk if we have to with vitamins until the formula is back on the shelves. Okay, that's um, brand new. That, that they held mm -hmm, You're right. Brand new. Very reluctantly because mm -hmm. everybody, you know, the moms you hear from, mm -hmm. they were all looking for that and looking for that okay. Mm -hmm. 
for the mm-hmm. longest time. But if you're doing the cow milk option, do you have to add that with supplements? Yeah. So you have to give a really iron rich diet, which is hard in the six month old because they're not really eating solid foods yet. So you can't really give them, you know, tons of meat or tons of egg or tons of peanut butter because their their diet is 95% going to be their milk um, and their formula. So it might be wise for you to talk to your pediatrician or nurse practitioner or family doctor about supplementing with iron. And that's readily available um, polyvisal with iron. And you can give that, you know, one ml a day if that's okay with your doctor. But that really is the last resort because cow's milk anemia causes, cow's milk anemia is real. And cow's milk is the biggest cause of anemia in children. It's also, it, it, uh, it's hard for them to absorb fat when they drink cow's mm-hmm. milk at a young age. It's a very large uh, protein load on their kidneys. So it would only be something temporary and not something to continue after the shortage. Uh, and or even, you know, using that for two or three days until you can get something like toddler formula or preemie formula or whatever you can find. And, Cow's milk is the last choice. And a lot of these are going to be dumb questions because I got to tell you, it's, it's been a while. But when you're talking about like, like an iron supplement, it would be in a powder form, right, that you can mix in with that. No, iron is drops. It comes from polyvisal with iron is drops. I'm yeah. glad I asked my stupid question. Yeah. And then like after nine months, it's, you know, in Canada, after nine months, they, they, they're children there do drink cow's milk um we recommend so that would be okay also with a vitamin uh fortification but like cow's milk also causes constipation so there's a lot of other issues that cow's milk causes so that would be our last resort but also i think that some parents just have to be flexible about the brand because especially if your child can tolerate a milk-based formula leave the specialized formulas for those babies who really need them babies with kidney problems Mm. short bowel syndrome uh, you know, other medical problems, the ones with the extra calories, the ones that are alimentum or neutramogen that are hypoallergenic, because there are babies who really can't survive without those. Right, right. That's true. You got to try to, you know, and the hoarding issue is a whole different separate supply chain mm-hmm. kind of deal, but that's true. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do that in general anyway. But the right. one consistent, well, I would say a warning, since this story broke or since it's been developing from from every health official and the FDA has been, don't cut the formula, like don't try to make it last a little longer because that can cause all kinds of problems, right? Yes. Don't water it down because your baby will be malnourished and it could actually lead to seizures. And we, every pediatrician can tell you a horror story about a family who made the formula wrong. So we highly recommend against it. So you don't dilute for sure. No, and a, no. And a lot of, be malnourished. And a lot of the warnings coming out now, see, it's it's interesting because, I mean, it's great to see people being entrepreneurial, well, not really entrepreneurial, but creative and finding solutions and all that stuff. But you're finding a lot of bad information out there about the horm, homemade formula type deals. Right. That are, yeah. I mean, maybe you're going back even uh, older recipes or something that are decades old, but that's still at this point in what we're talking about, still a no-no, right? Yes, because you have to remember that everybody says, oh, I was raised, I was raised in Poland or I was raised yeah. in Israel. And we didn't have formula. This is what we did. But nobody remembers the children who died because the children are dead. Mm. It's just like I always I compare it to like the vaccines. Like, oh, I didn't, you know, I wasn't vaccinated and I survived. But go to, a, you know, go to a cemetery and see all the little cradle graves. Those are all the people who didn't survive. Mm-hmm. You know, all the babies that didn't survive. Same thing with formula. Kidneys, infant kidneys are not the same as adult kidneys. They're not made to take like, one of these evaporated milks added with, I don't even want to say it because I don't want to put ideas into people's head. Right, right. Um, yeah, we're just going to avoid that because you will find something to give your baby. You will. Here's the a part of this whole thing that I don't think a lot of people have discussed enough. What about, you know, you're at the prenatal stage, wherever you are in that stage, but you're mm-hmm. worried about this coming up. Even the stress of this could actually have an effect on you at this point, right? 
Right, right. And it can affect your be- breast milk supply. So th- we know that stress makes, you know, mother's supply go down. So this is not a good time for, <laughs> for stress for mom. So, but it's also a good time to reconsider breastfeeding. Like if you even had the slightest inkling that you might do it, do it. Like I've had moms who definitely here in New York City are like, oh, we're going to breastfeed for three months or six months and then we're going to go back to work or then I just don't want to breastfeed anymore. And they're all extending it because of the shortage now. Yeah. I mean, and here's another thing that Mm -hmm. I even learned. I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't know there were breast milk banks. I mean, that's a, if you can do it, I'm sure that there's a, there's a hefty expense involved too, but is that a viable alternative? I know they're being depleted as well. I don't believe the banks have a, have a hefty price. I'm not sure, but I don't think it's, I don't even know if they charge. Um, it's usually donation based. Uh, it, it takes time. Because those, um, and when it goes through the bank, those milks have to be tested for various diseases, hepatitis B, HIV. So uh, there's very strict regulation. I know that some people have chosen to get breast milk from their neighbors, their friends, their cousins. Um, you know, you just have to, you know, people are trying to help people. And I think in this yeah. case, we have to do it and accept it. But you have to remember that some medicines are transmitted through breast milk. Very few, but there are some and some infections. So, you know, it's about knowing where you're getting the breast milk from. I had a patient who was getting breast milk for six months. This is before the shortage on um, Facebook from some mom who said she was donating breast milk. And then when we did the baby's iron check at nine months, the baby was severely anemic. And it turned out that that wasn't really breast milk that they were getting. I have no idea what they were getting in that bottle. So you have to be really, really careful. I didn't, be honest with you, this goes back to my stupid line of questioning again with the whole breast milk thing. I didn't even really, I wasn't even aware that like your baby could take breast milk from some different mom. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, what do you What do you think? What is a wet nurse? Well, wet that's nurse true, and, right? Yeah. Boy, I wasn't paying attention, was, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a wet nurse fed your baby because you know if you were a wealthy woman, you didn't nurse, but the wet nurse was always having a baby at some time, and they were always making breast milk, and they fed your baby. Wow, boy, I don't know. I remember. I think Selma Hayek went to a third world country. She was promoting vaccines and there was a baby who was hungry and she whipped out her breast and she nursed that baby. And she got so much flack for that. Like yeah. So much flack. And and it's, she was feeding that baby and saving that baby, you know? Wow. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I think we've learned so much from this whole thing. But like I said, like Dr. Hess, we said in the beginning mm-hmm. here, I think the word crisis is applicable because it's not getting better yet. It will, like everything else does, but mm-hmm. with what you just shared there to get through this thing, I think those are really important tips, and there's something that I think a lot of families can do. But here's the thing, too. We talked about you know, communities helping communities, states helping states now. We're starting to see that. It's one of those issues that you know, if when you first started to hear the news story, you're thinking, oh, we, you know, our kids are long gone now, and you know, we don't have to deal with that anymore. It's really one of those things where, Everybody can help. If you happen to find some formula, if you happen yes. to come across some, or you stumbled upon the Target uh, website one time, that's information you can share to somebody else. That's what helps, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like my friend texted me the other night. She's like, just came from Whole Foods. This is the formula that my baby's like, they're grown now, but this is what they drank. It's on the shelves, posted on Facebook, posted on your social yeah. media, tell parents it's available. And that's what you have to do. Um it's really sad. It's really sad. And and it's really sad for the, the worst part is for the kids who are extremely ill, the no kids kidding. who need the specialized formulas because Similac and Abbott, Abbott, the maker of, you know, these very specialized formulas like Elecare, right. these babies need that formula to live. I mean, they cannot tolerate other formulas. They need their proteins broken down. And, you know, I just out of, you know, totally coincidence, 
I had, you know, usually the farm, the drug companies send us so much formula that sure. I don't have a place to store it. And we're in Manhattan. Our offices aren't big. And we, we you know, beg people, do you need it? Do you need it? And especially the specialized formulas, because thank God I don't have a lot of kids who need that. So when the war broke out in Ukraine and everybody was trying to source medical goods, we literally filled up carloads of formula and shifted over to Ukraine. Because wow. I never imagined that in four weeks from that, that date, we wouldn't have formula in this yeah, country. Exactly. If you held on to it, you'd, you'd be helping out patients, right? Wow. Well, yeah. Because you what. didn't even, I didn't think about it. I didn't think that this would ever happen. Right. It's so sad. And it just shows you that babies and children always come last in the American healthcare system. It's a terrible, terrible system for children. Yeah, yes, it is. And, and it's, mm-hmm. listen, we'll get through, we get through everything. But uh, right now, mm-hmm. I think we got to help each other and to kind of like mm-hmm. sum it up with some of this stuff. Definitely don't dilute, don't, don't cut the, sure. the formula you have. You got to be a little flexible with brands. There are other mm-hmm. ideas out there. Try shopping at some places you never look at, like bodegas or maybe some smaller markets. And you just got to keep looking online, right? Mm-hmm. Look online. Just keep on checking. Log in Costco.com, Target.com, Amazon.com. Don't be picky about the brand. Uh, share if you have. Um, introduce, you know, you might have been thinking about introducing solids, you know, in two weeks from now. Maybe if your baby is five months old, you can start some solids and they yeah. can go down a little bit on the formula. There's different ways, yeah. We'll get through it, but thank you so much. And your information mm-hmm. is definitely helping, Dr. Diane Hess. You're the founder and medical director of Gramercy Pediatrics in New York City, but relevant to everybody. I know the website to find you guys up there is gramercypediatrics.com, but I know you're on Instagram too. Where can we find you there? Um, it's at dr for doctor, D-R-D-Y-A-N-H-E-S, Dr. Diane Hess. Uh, it's uh, right there on Instagram, easy to find as well. Thank you so much for the information, and thanks for what you do on a daily basis, too. You, Thank you, you did Bill. A great job with it, Doctor. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. So, and share that along with other people that definitely need it, because it's affecting the entire country at this point. And thank you for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Finding the podcast, subscribing so you don't miss anything, sharing that along as well. And we're on the socials, too. Anything. Instagram, Facebook. Look for the Cool Dad Rules, and you can find us. And with all that said, we'll talk to you soon. 